The point is you want to be positively exposed to luck and the best way to be positively exposed to luck is to get off your ass and go outside and meet people. I'm Jared Gillian and welcome to the Be Smart Podcast where we talk about how not to be an idiot with your money. So this podcast is about getting rich. Now that's not my thing. Okay, that's not it's not what Jared Dillian money is all about. Like we don't talk about how to get rich. This is about how to live a stress-free financial life. Getting rich is extra credit, you know. And the other thing is is that there's rich people out there. There's billionaires that experience financial stress. And the goal is to be happy, and if you're not happy then what's the point? So it's really not about making more money. But some people are not dissuaded. They, they want to find out how to get rich. So let's talk about how to get rich. This is how you get rich. You do one thing really, really well and become the best at it. Okay. So what is the one thing that I do really well? Not podcasts. <laughs> no, seriously, the one thing I do really well, better than anybody else, is writing about money. And I have gotten rich writing about money, which is great. Okay. Um, quick story for you. Uh, there's an archaeologist. His name is Harold Dibble. And he specializes in rocks. He specializes in stone tools. And he has two kids. And he named the kids Flint and Chip. That Get it? Anyway. So Flint and Chip, I don't remember which one. One of them goes on to be an archaeologist. He follows in his father's footsteps and he becomes an archaeologist. The other one becomes a glass blower. Okay. And he gets stupidly rich blowing glass. Now, how is that possible? Well, I'll tell you, the guy makes bongs. I guess he likes weed. He likes to make bongs. And he makes these really fancy artistic bongs and he sells them to celebrities and stuff for huge amounts of money. And he has gotten rich being bong maker to the stars. Glass blower, right? Think about that. Like you can get rich in this country because, as a glass blower. That's mind blowing. So it's a true story. Now you can make 80000 a year being a real estate agent or... You can make millions a year being a real estate agent. And it's really all up to you. It's just how far you want to take it. You know, I mean, you can do your thing. You can sell some houses and work for Nancy and make your commissions. and Or you can start your own agency. You can, you know, advertise on TV, billboards, get really big. I mean, it's pretty, it's scalable. You can scale that business. So you can do this. You can take it as far as you want. You know, it's really all up to you. Now, if you're a mathematician, mathematicians get paid a lot of money. Um, some of them work for the government. You know, they work for the BLS or something like that, and they get paid 120000 a year. Some mathematicians work for Amazon or SpaceX or Jane Street or someplace on Wall Street. They become a quant, and they make millions of dollars a year as a mathematician. You can be, you can be a plumber. And make 60000 a year. Or you can start your own plumbing company and hire lots of people, buy lots of equipment, 
get a few million in revenues. You can sell this business at age 60 for $15 million as a plumber. You can get rich doing pretty much anything in this country. And, and a lot of people, you know, a lot of people believe, oh, I have to go into banking. I have to go into finance. I have to go into tech. That's where the money is. And the thing that's different about those industries is that you can make a lot of money just being a worker, you know, just being a worker bee. Like you can be a blue collar lunch pail guy and make $600,000 a year, which doesn't really exist anywhere else. Like you don't have to be the best to make a lot of money in those industries. That's what makes them different. That's why everybody goes to those industries. But the point is that you can make money in just about anything. And you probably heard that some of these influencers on Instagram and TikTok make a lot of money. And some of them do. Some of them do. And I would consider that to be the most useless job imaginable. And yet people do it. So my advice to you and this is going to sound super corny, but my advice to you is be the best at what you do. The best. That's that's how you get rich. You have to be so incredibly talented that you're impossible to ignore. And we're all good at something. We all have skills. Okay. Like I play my tune on the computer keyboard and some people play their tune on the hand grenade. We all have different skills. And it actually took me a while to find my skills. You know, I, w- I was in the Coast Guard from age 18 to 27. And my skills went to waste in that organization. Like they were not used for anything. And I worked on Wall Street for three years before I started writing. So it wasn't until age 30 that I kind of discovered what I was good at. And then I started to really work at it, you know. The other thing you have to do is you have to bet on yourself. And I'm talking about financially, you have to bet on yourself, but also in terms of time. Okay. Start a company, go to school, take risk, spend 10,000 hours doing something. There is no way to accomplish this without taking risk. You know, even as a writer, I take risk, right? So I'm working on a book, working on a book proposal. I spent a couple hundred hours doing this, which was a pretty big time investment. And there is a risk that I might not get a book deal. There's no guarantee that I'm going to get a book deal. I'm not that special. You know, I'm really not that famous. I just, you know, I might not get a book deal. I, and then I might end up in the hell of self-publishing land. And then I have to decide if I want to do that, you know. But I bet on myself and I take risk. I turned down seven figures at Barclays to start the newsletter business. And that was a massive risk and it paid off, but it took a really, really long time to pay off. And that's one of the interesting things you have to understand about success is that sometimes it doesn't really happen on your schedule. You know, Warren Buffett, he didn't become a billionaire. I want to say until like age 65 or something like that. Like he was at it for a long time and he made most of his money after age 80 you know, so sometimes you have to take a financial risk. You know, if you want to open a restaurant, that's a pretty big financial equipment a commitment. You have to um, buy tables and chairs and kitchen equipment and stoves and all. I mean, it's it's a lot of money to start a restaurant. I mean, it's at least a couple hundred thousand dollars and maybe more depending on where you are in the country. 
you know, but if you end up being the best restaurant, you can make multiples of that. So you have to be the best at what you do. That's number one. Number two is you have to bet on yourself. What else do you have to do to get rich? And the third thing is, is you have to get noticed. Now, the story here is, I'm not sure if I've told it on the podcast before, but I love tell. it's one of my favorite stories. Madonna, yes, Madonna, when she was 18 years old, she moved to New York, and this was her plan. She was going to simply walk around the sidewalks, just walk around town until she got noticed. So she, she dressed up all fancy and put on makeup and, you know, she's she's kind of a compelling personality. So she walked around town. I don't know for how long, a couple days, a couple weeks before she got noticed and she did get noticed, you know. So how do you get noticed? Well, the same thing happened to me. You know, when I was trying to get a job on Wall Street, I I went down to the Pecos Options Exchange for an interview and then it was just by pure luck that somebody noticed me standing there and offered me a job. You know, but I had to be there. So what this is, is nobody gets noticed sitting in their apartment. And people try to do this all the time. They're, they're going to sit in their apartment. They're going to send emails. They're going to do YouTube videos. They're going to do it. Just stop. Like, that's, you know, I get it. The Internet is scalable and some content is viral and it goes bananas. But that's, you know, there's a lot of luck involved in that. And the point is you want to be positively exposed to luck. And the best way to be positively exposed to luck is to get off your ass and go outside and meet people, you know, never turn down a meeting, never turn down a meeting. So nobody gets noticed sitting in their apartment. Now, sometimes you get lucky and sometimes you don't. So I've been DJing for 13 years. I've had 50 to 100 gigs. Sometimes in clubs, sometimes in event spaces, sometimes at conferences. And, you know, I keep kind of hoping that I'm going to get noticed because I think I'm a really good DJ. And I keep waiting for that time that someone says, man, that guy is good. Let's let's hire him to do a festival, be an opening DJ at a festival or a club or something like that. And I've been doing this for 13 years and I still haven't gotten noticed. Now, there was one time I came close I was, de- I was DJing at a club in New York, and um, the, one of the guys at the club was really digging my set. He's like, what is this stuff? And he's asking me what the tracks were and where I found the music and all this. He was really digging it. So he says, I have a, I have a party that I organize. It was Profundo Beach something or other. I can't remember. And he wanted me to DJ at that. And he's like, but you got to play a certain type of music. And I'm like, well, what do you want me to play? He's like, well, you, you know, you, you know, a little deep, a little sexy, a little this. And I'm like, you know, I'm like, look, I mean, that's not, it's not really what I do. You know, I'm, I'm not a jukebox. Like I just, I play what I play. So if you like my music, just, I can play that or, you know, I, I otherwise I can't really do it. Like talk to my pal, Adam Silver, like maybe he'll do it. So that's the closest I got to getting recognized, but I keep hoping I'm going to get noticed one of these days and I keep putting myself in a position where I will. It hasn't happened, but it did happen with the writing. You know, that's the funny thing because, you know, when I was at Lehman, there was really no reason for me to be writing those Bloomberg messages. Like I wasn't getting paid for it. It wasn't part of my job description. My job description, I was a trader. Like my job was to make money. And, uh, you know, I was writing these Bloomberg messages partly for marketing purposes and partly for fun. And one of them 
got forwarded around and ended up in the hands of a literary agent. And that's how I got my book deal for Street Freak. So again, I was putting myself out there and I got noticed and I got lucky, but I was putting myself in a position where I would be positively exposed to luck. You know, and some people try that with the Internet. You know, they, they try to get noticed. They're putting stuff on YouTube and Instagram and podcasts and TikTok and Twitter. You know, I think about all this stuff and it just gives me a migraine. I'm not like a, a technophobe. You know, I do Twitter. I have a pretty big Twitter presence. I don't do much of this other stuff. The only reason I'm on Instagram is for the models. Uh, it's certainly not to put my picture up there because I am not a good looking guy. But my general feeling on this is that for 99% of people, this stuff is a huge waste of time because they don't have a command of what kind of content goes viral. And I really don't either. None of this stuff goes viral. Like, you know, I'm sitting here, I could do a podcast naked and put it on YouTube and it wouldn't go viral. Don't get any ideas. I'm not going to do that. Um, a lot of people work really hard at this and it goes nowhere, which is why my advice is do it in person, get off your laptop, get out of your apartment, go out in the real world. So that's pretty much my advice on how to get rich. And you probably thought I was going to say something like buy crypto, buy EVs, buy cannabis stocks. No, that's, I'm not going to say anything like that. Like that's, you know, that's by the way, all that stuff is over. So People generally become billionaires when they compound at 40% a year. So you can do the math. You can set up a spreadsheet. You start with $100,000 and you earn 40% a year and it's going to take you 20 or 30 years to become a billionaire. You have to compound at 40% a year. Now, there's no stock out there. I mean, maybe there are some, but I don't have the ability to pick them. Like there's no, I don't know of a stock that's going to go up 40% a year for the next 30 years. I don't. And I don't think there's any stock markets that are going to go up 40% a year for the next 40 years. I don't, you know, and crypto has done it for the last 10 years, but I don't know what it's going to do going forward. So what this is really about is investing in yourself and compounding yourself at 40% a year. That's what Jeff Bezos did. That's what Elon Musk did. They bet everything on themselves and they compounded at like 100% a year. So if you're sitting around thinking about how to get rich, what you should really be thinking about is what can I do that is going to compound at 40% for my entire lifetime? That's not an easy question to answer. You could play the lottery. And my wife is She's on my ass to buy lottery tickets because the Powerball is over five hundred million, and um, I, not not like this is a strategy to get rich. Like you know, it just it's one in three hundred million. Like nobody should look at the Powerball as like that's how. No, it's it's a bad idea. Um, but having said that, if you don't play, there's no way you're going to win. So I like to have some exposure and buy a couple of tickets. So. I am a writer. Now, the richest writer in the world is J.K. Rowling, who wrote the Harry Potter books. And she is incredibly talented. She's, by the, you know, when I, when I watched, I never read the Harry Potter books, but I've seen the movies a whole bunch of times. And whenever I look at those me, uh, movies, I'm like, gee whiz, like these are, they're incredibly complex plots. Like it's, you have to be 
just a mega genius to come up with something like this. It's really, really impressive. It's really, it, it, and it's probably a feat that will not be repeated for a hundred years. She's incredibly creative. Now, James Patterson, I think he's a billionaire, but he is a no talent asswipe. Okay. Now, if I had to guess how many writers made more than a million a year, it's probably a hundred people, a hundred writers in the world that make more than a million a year in the entire world. You know, I didn't get I didn't get into this business to get rich. I had a hunch that I might someday. I actually thought it would happen a lot faster. I had, you know, when I started, I had some projections. I thought I would get there a lot faster. It didn't work out that way. But I believed in myself that much. And you really have to believe in yourself, as corny as it sounds. Thanks for listening to the Be Smart Podcast. I'm Jared Dillian. See you next time.